Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Dr. Harold Sack. You can call me Harry. I'm Francis Hall. And Lucas is here. I'm a doctor, too. You're Dr. Lucas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Doc. <laughs> I, I, I got my PhD in the psych wards this year. <laughs> uh, Calvin is not with us this week. Maybe he's running late. I'm not really sure. We didn't uh, have a lot of communication this week, but uh, thank God you're here. I couldn't have done this again like I did last week. <laughs> oh, man, I was stumbling those first 15 minutes without you and Calvin. <laughs> I'm not a soloist. Yeah. But I probably should do one show by myself, just, like, get that done. There are plenty of people who do radio that it's just them. Yeah, I, I think, like... Um would you plan the monologues or would you do it freeform? I would do a lot of planning. Yeah, I think you have to. I think, like, um, when it's by yourself, you, like, have to write it. Yeah, yeah, it would be, it would be, you know, I would leave room for, improvi- for improvisation. But, you know, like I did with this show in the beginning, I put a lot of structure into it. I had lots of notes, most of which I never got to, but I just felt more safe and secure having it down on a piece of paper. And you might change it. Like, um, when I was at rehab, they made me um, do, like, a stand-up for everybody, like, unplanned, like, like, and I had to do an hour. Not everybody. Wait, stand-up comedy? Yeah, like, everybody <laughs> told their story, and then like, it was, like, my turn to tell my story, and they were like, okay, you're, like, you're doing, like, an hour, like, that's gonna have yeah, to be like move entertaining. Your, move your chair up. Or so they didn't really force. Forward. They didn't really force it to be comedic, but like it's gonna be an hour. Like um, I got like specially tasked with that. Like you're gonna have to make it funny. So um, I had something planned, but I threw it all out um, and and started just storytelling. But like I had something planned just in case, you know. I don't think I I've ever done that. The closest I ever did to that was a, it was a play I can't remember the name of it but there were just two characters in it so it was and 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 only one setting it was a park bench I remember I'd, I'd die at the end of this oh boy I wish I could remember the name of the play anyway um, so there were a lot of long long monologues <clears throat> but it's a great play you know it, it, it's very engaging but um, did like in a play, you can't change the monologues, but in radio, you can, like, you have the ability, um, and one thing I had, like, in my dance is I had the ability to, like, change it for the crowd, you know, the way stand-up comedians do, like, you, you obviously have something planned, but, like, every crowd's different, and, you know, you're, the best improv comes out of having, like, a fully planned act and then not needing it, because you know you, agree. you, you, know you have it to fall back on. I agree. I agree. So anyway, one happy pride. Happy pride. Happy pride. <laughs> I'm psyched. There are lots of things going on. I'm glad we decided not to do the thing we were going to do tomorrow because maybe I'll go to some private pride event or maybe I'll go to Washington Square Park where I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. But anyway, um, you were not here last week. Do you want to speak to why that was or not? Um. It, um, I mean, I'm 
totally fine with being honest on the radio about what's going on in my life, and but I like forget which drama came up or that day because my life has been that dramatic. That like there's been like so every day is like a new, really big, bad. Um, you know, basically somebody's breaking into my apartment while I sleep right now, and like, like you know, coming up all the way to my body, and you know, like. I'm, I'm not going to say the cops haven't been helpful because they do, they have, like, assigned me to a detective. It's just, you know, like, hard to move forward. It's, it, I, something I didn't really move forward with at first. Um, and, you know. You were in the NYU psych ward. Um, I went, I've been going to psych wards to, like, give myself a safe place to stay mostly, you know, and they know that. They, they, like, I think NYU, I think, you know, the city of New York's probably sick of paying for it. Um, hey. All right. Okay, so last week I was in the NYU psych ward. Uh, it was a very short stay, though. It was only oh, yeah. a few days. Hey, Calvin, what's happening? There's some bullet whiskey on the table there if you want But you some. didn't know I was there yet, right? I did not know. It I was... tried to explain it to you when I was in the ER. I was like, I'm in the ER. Like, I, I tried to, I thought you understood that meant like. It was one of the things that, that when we were wondering where you were, it was one of the possibilities that came up. I thought you understood when I said I'm in the R that like they're taking me. I was just sort of like, tell like that's I thought that that meant like one equaled the other, but that's probably just like in my thought process, not yours. All right, I want to show you guys something because we were talking about this last week. It's not a nine-year-old, but another fucking big kid in a stroller. All right, here is the kid. Look at how big he is. That's the kid. All right. Here's the stroller. It has, it's a big stroller. It has a fucking big cup holder on it for a goddamn big gulp fucking thing. <laughs> what is this? What is this? When you grow out of your stroller, that's, that's, that's is absolutely when you're supposed to, when you're supposed to stop using a stroller. You'll say, Mom, I need a bigger stroller and I want it to have a cup holder big enough to hold my big gulp. Mom. I need a bigger stroller, mom. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to get it to the mic there? You got to wonder how kids like that are going to turn out. Yeah, right? <laughs> Scoot up. Look, That's my neighborhood, what? I'm not saying it was better then, but when I was growing up, we had Vinny the Chin Giganti running the mob, but walking around in his... In his uh, bathrobe, mumbling to himself, about avoiding that was prosecution a good plan, for tw- yeah, it worked for twenty years. <laughs> we avoided prosecution. We had uh, FBI down on Houston Street, which is now fucking Houston Hall. Goddamn kids! That- Goddamn kids! <laughs> They're puking all over the place every Friday and Saturday night. We had across the street on Bedford Street. We had the Italian American War Veterans Club that everyone knew was a mafia front. Everyone, and that's we not had- there anymore. The Italian American War Veterans Club is, has not been on Bedford Street in a very long time. But, but it, you knew that, right? Well, isn't it over near Mermaids? That's not that. No, that's a gun club. Oh, it's a gun club. That's also an Italian club, though. That is also. I'm not going to say what I. Well, anyway. it's obviously. <laughs> anyway, we had the Go Club. Those that was a gang that was the kids of of the uh, mafia. That was a gang that was led by uh, I wrote it down Patrick Patrick uh, Sullivan. Everyone called him Piggy. I don't know why he wasn't fat, but anyway, um, and he and he lived with his sister Maureen Sullivan. Maureen could 
fucking kick anybody's ass. These these were tough. Dude, you do not have a nine year old in a stroller in this neighborhood. I think a piggy can also be like a shark in business, sort of like you're like you know what I mean, like greedy in business. Can you imagine if it was that era and you're a nine year old in a stroller? <laughs> you get beat up. You get your ass so <laughs> The parents get beat down. The kid would get roughed up yeah. for, uh, <laughs> for, for even thinking of sitting in a stroller. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> what the other parents would do? Like, If you're past the age of sippy cup, you're past the age of a stroller. Yeah, and I was talking to my sister Nancy about this, too. People are fucking nursing their kids way too long. If you, Nancy said, if you're able to say, Mom, I'd like some milk, you're off the tit. <laughs> This was a hard thing for like um, the what the east the the just the village community as a whole. Um, when when I was nannying, it was there was attachment parenting, which was like this book that everyone had read, and then it what's it called? It, I forget the name of it, like um, it, it might have just been called attachment parenting. It was a, like a whole model, and the name of the model was called attachment parenting. It's a model of style. It's like similar to like. They don't have their own schools, but it would be like Montessori. Like it has its its own like cult following, um, and like everyone had done it because this guy was like the ultimate doctor like, right, for a little bit, and then the, all the kids like grew up, and <laughs> then they were all like coming to for me of all people for advice. They were like, okay, um, you know, my kid like they didn't they didn't know how to say no because like part of the model was never saying no to the child. So I was oh, saying, so really. I was on the playground saying no to all these kids. I was like, I'm going to say no to your child. Nope, um, you're. No is going to be a part of this, our vocabulary on this playground. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure my oldest nephew spent the first five years of his life thinking his last name was No. I'm not going to say his real name, but every all the time, all you heard from his from his dad was, I'm not going to say his real name, Jimmy. No. When, Jimmy, my, no. when my mom says my name at all, it means no. Like that's like why I'm traumatized by my my, my birth name, Kristen. Kristen. Just like saying my name is no. Kristen. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally like when she finally took on Lucas. She, she's like, think my my sister intervened with that. But I tried to get my sister on my side today about like moving into a new apartment, like a safe apartment where I'm not like nobody's watching me in my sleep. And um, she was like, no. Now they're just. She's like, no, nope. We're moving you home. Nope. There's. People, we're moving you home, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I said, "I was like, I know I've worked like years to get my services here. Like I've worked years to get my doctors, like and stuff. Like I'm not like I, they don't even have those services in Massachusetts. Like the programs don't exist." Laura. She's like, "No, we're we will get you set up in Massachusetts." I'm using oh. I'm using the uh, headphones from from Mike too. Gotcha. Last week, I think my these, sister's these, old now. These headphones she are so friggin'. Old and crank and messed up. I had this. I had headphone stuff stuck to my head. Why did they put on the main mic the bad headphones? Because those are the uh, best ones. Those are they were the best. Those are, those are the those best are performing. Sony, the best performing ones. Those are those are Sony's. All all the other ones are Tascams. They are they're kind of like the 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 lower mid range. Yeah. So they just look they look crummy, but they're not right. Yeah, but I'm I'm not leaving the studio with stuff, stuff stuck to my ears. And it's not gonna happen. How has your week been, Calvin? Eh, that's all I can really say about it. <laughs> all right, 
Okay, how was Quiet Storm? You did like three hours? Yeah, I ended up doing three hours. That was that was the highlight of the week. Had a couple of uh, had a couple of technical issues. My my computer decided that it didn't want to play music uh, during the Anita ba- uh, during the Anita Baker track was which was like one of the best tracks of the uh, of the entire uh, the entire episode. But uh, was able to get around it. But uh, uh, even with all the uh, the weird stuff going on, it was still a good show. I did that one at home because uh, that's my mom's favorite show, and so I just uh, got the home set up. Everything um, so she could listen, stuff. and she could uh, she could uh, hang out and uh, nice. enjoy the music. Did she hang out in the room with you? Like, like mm-hmm. that's awesome. That brings great. Bring everything out into the living room. That's really nice. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. And how is mom? Yeah, mom's doing good. Good, doing real good. Good. Glad to hear that. Um, I feel I feel like Saturdays are just not my days to like get out anywhere. Yeah. It feels like there's too much pressure to make it your day, and so then it's hard to make it your, my day. And then, and then everything just like turn, like just turns against me when I want to go anywhere. Yeah. Public transportation is no good between here and my house. Yeah. So I tried to get on a scooter. My uh, Revel app decided not to work again. So I, uh, so I tried the, uh, I tried the Lime app. Uh, found found a bike that was like. Sandwiched between a car and a a park bench on Eastern Parkway. <laughs> <laughs> the state of transportation in New York City is an absolute mess right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then, so I got so I got that, uh, fired that up. It only it only went uh, like eleven miles per hour max. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> sorry. So, so I look, I look like when. It, one of those little kids on like the uh, totally. on the uh, the uh, rocking one of those like rocking bikes outside of the freaking store. <laughs> up. I only went on one of those once in my life as an adult because I was like I was telling my friend I was like, well, he's not my friend anymore. But <laughs> I was telling Steve I was like, Steve, my mom never let me go on that. He was like, just go on. I was like, really? But. What if I'm going to break it? He's like, you're 90 pounds. You're not going to break it. I was like, okay. <laughs> there are kids in strollers bigger than you. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a very, a very sad, unfortunate fact. <laughs> My mom was like, I, that, we cannot, we do not have a quarter, Kristen. <laughs> no, she lives in a mansion. She lives in a great apartment. It's not a mansion. It's very small, but it's like it's, it's just it's, it's, immac- it's immaculate. It's immaculate. We, me and Francis, didn't know what to do. We were like, "All right, we, all right, we can't stay here. This is daily. What are we gonna? What if we fuck it up?" <laughs> I didn't feel that way. Oh, I felt that way. Well, you're messier than me. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, July third, uh, we will not be needing to pre-record. Uh, my brother cannot stay with uh, mom, so we're going to be live. July third. July third. Okay, cool. Uh, so, um, so we're gonna go to Cold Spring on July fourth. We'll come back on the sixth. Okay, cool. Nice. Like I needed to say that on the air. <laughs> 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 yeah, we will now announce to my stalkers exactly where I am. The I don't address know who in Cold Spring. No, Cold Spring. Cold, Cold Spring's a big, big place. It, it's a big town, so I don't mind. People knowing that, I'm and gonna, if like if if any of my like really ske- like the people talking to me are really sketchy looking, like if any of them show up in Cold Spring, like, 
uh, the people will be alerted. Yeah, they will. They will. <laughs> Authorities will be alerted. They will be checked out. But Cold Spring is great. It's wonderful. Uh, Calvin, you're, we're going to go, we're, we're going to have a special time this next weekend. But uh, sometime when we go up, uh, you're welcome to come. You're welcome to bring your mom. That's just because, like, my wedding anniversary makes me especially angry. What's that? So I said, just my wedding anniversary makes me especially angry. You you go away with me on it every year. <laughs> <laughs> you look as he loves like he Francis really utilizes me being angry. He's like, this is, I can make this work <laughs> <laughs> in like multiple areas of our life, not just in the bedroom, like just in multiple areas of our life. He's like, just I'll just make this work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've established that you're straight. Do straight people do stuff? Well, I'm not going to ask you to represent all straight people. Do you (laughs) do anything for pride? Um, I most are like, well, I've gone to gone to the uh, pride parade a couple of times in the past, but uh, haven't in a good while. Mainly because. A lot of gay just, people don't go to the parade either. It's like, it's so corporate. It's just really it's just, it's pretty it's like pretty unfortunate. It it's <laughs> it's kind of like Macy's parade status. Yeah, it, it's, it got, has. it's got fucking corporate floats advertising corporations that have historically not been good to the gay folks. Oh, it's not really had bad good policies, hiring policies for mm. for uh, for gay and lesbian people. Oh, it's it's uh. It's it's kind of it's just kind of bullshit a lot of the time. A lot of the parade is kind of bullshit. And I don't mind saying so. Um, but uh, they did kick, kick out the cops. Though. But a lot of it is cool, and the fact that they yeah, the I'm fact happy they, about that. But the cops had, were in the past few years. Um, like I've heard just so so much a part of the parade. Like like they were like corralling people, so they were like not giving anybody like. Like letting anybody just like move or or like they're just trying to make people like fear culture. Well, the gay officers hmm. actually will be still marching. No, not that it wasn't that. I'm saying like the the ones in the crowd that like yeah. do crowd control. They're not having crowd control by the police this year. They're not like I don't know if they're hiring outside security. I don't they know. Are. Who. Yeah. Um. So like, you know, like like Afropunk doesn't use like they they don't use the police like they have their own security. It's not like safe for certain communities to. Hire the police anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Here's something interesting, uh, which I don't understand. I might have mentioned this before, but it bears mentioning again. Um, Maya Wiley um, was criticized for not using, for using private security instead of police protection. And they, someone, I forget who it is, a bunch of people on the right were saying, well, it's, it's hip, it's hypocrisy for her to say she wants to cut funding to the police department and then uh, then she doesn't use police for her security. That's the opposite That's... of hypocrisy. That's the... <laughs> Go ahead. When, when, when there was the death threat against AOC, that was Peter's company that figured out, like, the company Peter owns. We've had Peter on this show. The company that Peter owns that, like, found the guy. And they actually had found the guy before he did the death threat about doing another crime, but the cops wouldn't care like it was, he was doing like, um, like racist and um, and like gay hating like um, graffiti on like a restaurant that I think was in in like a, 
I don't, I don't know. If, I don't think it was a white owned restaurant. It, so the restaurant had to like hire security because they, 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 the police were not taking the information from his company. And then they took it once the guy escalated to um, trying to like threaten to kill AOC. Wow. And they could have like prevented that by like, taking him early. But they didn't stand with you that. You were going to say something in regards to Maya Wiley and, and the. I was going to say, of all the people to try to call out hypocrisy, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, all, all my Wiley's doing is making good on what she believes. <laughs> I did get to, uh, to vote, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the psych ward. <laughs> yeah, you were not able to. You were in the psych ward. They don't let the crazy vote. You can't vote from the sideboard. We're doing this ranked choice voting <laughs> thing. We're not going to know who the mayor is until know, <laughs> next year. <laughs> How many you vote for? Five people? Up to five, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. And my like, I I go to this program at the Goodwill, and they were like, they were like, no, you need five now, like because we usually just get to, like pick our candidate and then like confirm to the government we pick our candidate. So because like they want us to be responsible and be like you know educated on this stuff but like they they were like five give us five and i'm like i'm not giving you five names right now (laughs) here's one of the ways de blasio tried to get uh, people to understand how it worked there was a a a voting there was a site set up where the voting was very similar to what you're going to do and it was voting for pizza toppings (laughs) and uh he said for example my first choice for pizza topping is peppers my second choice is olives. And I'm like, I am not having pizza with you. <laughs> Where's the pepperoni? Where's I the just, sausage? I still just want my first pick pizza um, topping, not my second or fifth. What's that? I, you know, I don't see the point of voting for five people because I still just want my first pick pizza topping. Yeah. Yeah, I want pepperoni. If I, if I want, like, peppers, I just want peppers. I don't want, like, fifth thing. Down on the list, like yeah, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to go to a pizza place and say, uh, "My first choice." I'll take any of them. You just throw it whatever you want on there. Yeah, there's there's some like rank choice voting is all math, and New York is not about math. <laughs> no, not really. What was nice? What was nice about it is you could pick up to five people. If you didn't want to pick five people, you didn't have to. You could just pick one and keep it moving. I wonder how that affects the algorithm. I know it's not an algorithm, but it's sort of an algorithm. It will become an algorithm because they'll put it into the computer. I wonder how that will affect it. Like, does it help your candidate or hurt your candidate to not vote for other people? I have no fucking idea. Like I said, (laughs) I think I voted. I'm pretty sure I voted. I'm pretty sure I helped my mom to vote as well. God, she loves voting. She loves to vote. It feels like your vote wouldn't matter that much if, if people can vote up to five, but but I'm not, I haven't figured out the algorithm in my head, so I'm not sure. <laughs> You're better at this stuff, Calvin. So basically what it boils down to, like it, the, the ranked choice kind of breaks down. So basically, so basically the whole point, first person to 50% of the votes wins. If 
But to 50 if, at any, if, if they're the first per choice or any five? Any, uh, any, any one of the candidates, if they get to uh, 50% of the vote um, during, through first rank. First rank. Okay. Win, wins automatically. Rank choice gets thrown out the window. They won. The end. Okay. However, if through the, uh, through the first rank, nobody gets to 50%, um, lowest, the uh, person at the lowest, I believe, gets removed, and the next, uh, the next rank, so, like, say, hmm. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> hey, I was you, like, I was starting hey, you, to, I you started asked. with him, and then, <laughs> I asked, I you, asked, you're the one that asked, I did, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, say, my Wally gets, like, 30% of the votes, in first rank, he didn't you give me mean 50, first round. A uh, first round, um, all the votes in the second round get uh, tacked on to uh, her votes. Uh, so, to, like Yang gets knocked out, and Yang's votes go now to the person in second place. Goes to goes to. I think now that's the part I kind of got lost in. Yeah, me too. I was like, okay. And then, so the base you get less so points for the fifth place than the first place, right? Right. So, ba- Good. so basically, you re- <laughs> because so it would be really annoying pil- if it was just like basically all- piling on votes until you get to fifty. So if you don't get to fifty in the first round, you get your votes from the second round tacked on. If you don't make it to fifty there, third round. So basically, it keeps going until you get to fifty percent. First, it's basically first to fifty. What it boils down to. Well, right now, who's in the lead? Eric Adams and Maya Wiley, right? From what I last checked, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with either of them. Got a weird vibe off of Eric Adams. I've met him before. I haven't met him, but I Mm. I also felt, I I feel strange about him, but I can't quite articulate it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, he was not my first choice. Maya Wiley was my first choice. Same, actually. Yeah. You too, right? But yeah. you weren't able to. Yeah, but it's okay. Like, um, and I wasn't really all for this, like all five voting. But the, the thing is, I vote for like everything. Like, I vote for like all the questions and things like you know what I mean. Like, I I put a lot of time into voting, mm-hmm. but I hadn't really put a lot of time in this time around, so I don't feel too bad. Like, cause I, I I put a I put a little bit of effort into into this. I uh, read through the book, read what everybody uh, talked about. Uh, what what they stood for and all that, and uh, uh, made my decision based around that. We spend like about in my program, we spend about like forty five minutes on each person, thirty mm. minutes on each person. So it's pretty good, like it's pretty comprehensive. And then yeah. we we spent at the end, we were like bitching about everybody, like bitching about edu- the state of education. And so the, the end, five to ten minutes is just bitching. But <laughs> <laughs> I want to share something Lucas did today. Uh, that very much touched me. Uh, he lost his wallet, um, money, ID, mm. keys. Fortunately, does you do have a friend that has keys. Um, and your phone was locked in your apartment, so you couldn't get to it. Um, this is the only stop I don't know how to... Phys- I, I've lived in Brooklyn a long time, but like I know all the other stops in there, like how to walk there, but this one I'm just like... I've always been kind of confused or like what roads you take... And, so I walked a lot of different Luke roads. Lucas walked here. 
but it wasn't. It's not the walking. It's that I didn't know how to get here. So I was like, walking in circles without knowing how to get here. Right, <laughs> Lucas walked to the studio, and uh, and I was very very touched by that. And I just want to say again, thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. I was so lost without you on the show last week. I and what you is not the type of place I could call in. It, like they were, it was like a silent board. Like uh, they were like, like they the way I speak was. They had to call a guard on me once. But he you're, was, you're loud. But he like left. Uh, I was like really pissed at them. Um, and they he left at one point. He he said on his he was like I'm just leaving. They're just here like snuggling their stuffed animal. <laughs> I was so lost. It was like they're not a problem. Like I'm not. I'm leaving. I was so lost without you. I played the seven and a half minute version <laughs> of Rubber Band Man twice. twice. <laughs> Are you are you lying? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I he is not. That's what makes it even funnier. <laughs> Twice. We played it once, like at the uh, probably like uh, twenty, 20 minutes, minutes in. in. Yeah, and it wasn't a mistake. And it wasn't like you did you forgot. Oh no, I did it on no, pur- no. I did it on no. purpose. Absolutely on purpose. No, that it was one hundred percent intentional. <laughs> and we played. <laughs> we played. We played it again at the end. <laughs> I wish you could see like the minutes you lose people on in radio. <laughs> All right, that was great the first time. Seven and a half minute version. I'd only heard the three and a half minute version. Uh, but uh, no, not twice. No. You must have lost everyone. <laughs> well, I played it at the very end of the yeah, show. Yeah, the poor anyway, people so. who went behind you. <laughs> oh yeah get rich quick with josh and noel <laughs> whoops <laughs> all right i have something i'm supposed to read here we're already at the halfway mark Dang. friends covid19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now and radio free book this feels a little dated Oh, we really got to update You that. say this every time. <laughs> and radio free brooklyn is no exception we want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our host staff and the community at large. Uh, with most of our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way towards helping us stay on the air. There are three ways you can help. <coughs> First, you can give a That's one-time a <laughs> or monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. There you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thank you. You can also use your phone to text RFB1232443321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, <laughs> if you shop on Amazon, I really should do this, uh, you can go to amazon.com slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB and it will cost you nothing. Not a nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. Huge. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all our listeners health and happiness as we weather this storm together. You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener-supported radio. You're listening to a safe space radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks for listening. Your support keeps us going. 
If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. And last, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming Radio Free Brooklyn events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. I went to a meetup of my college. I ditched him. You weren't. You didn't make it. I had just got out of the psych ward, and they gave me the shot the day before. That shot makes me dead. I understood. That shot really makes me dead. Like I'm. They. It's once a month the government tranquilizes me. It wasn't really an option. <laughs> it's just. Huh. They give me this like mood stabilizer that just like tranquilizes me. It literally feels like a tranquilizer gun. It's an injection, and then it went so well they wait, started. Did they did, wait, they did started they advertising. You from, like, did they point it at you from like ten feet away? Just like if it feels like that because it goes in slower than other injections. Unless my unless my psychiatrist is just really bad at giving injections because <laughs> they're not really trained. Like it's not he's not a nurse, you know. <laughs> it's just not like any other I take injections like twice a month other that are a different injection it's not like that it's just like I'm like um why is molasses going into my bo- my body and then it's just like it literally like I'm like going 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 gone and like I just start to feel like my energy back right before right before they get tranquilized again so it really feels like I'm running I'm running the government <laughs> mm. well Anyway, um, my mom said I'm, I behaved so well though at, at, when I was home. We we presented ourselves quite well. Yeah, so maybe I need the medication. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, so it was on Governor's Island, which is lovely, a place called uh, Island Oyster, and my school is very very small. When I was going there, there was the all four grades together. There was a student population of 300, 300 people. Wow. And now it is just still just 450. Very small school. I think I was a little intimidated. I went to group therapy and I said, all the kids who, who went there are like really well-achieving, smart nerds. I'm just not ready to like today to be like, I said, I, like, I love smart nerds, but I'm not ready today to be like meeting all these people who are like, they're all so much smart. better at life than me. Like they're like, they're like, oh, I just finished my book, and I'm like, okay, I like, I just wasn't ready today to be like, I just got out of the site work. Well, like in John <laughs> in John McWhorter's case, it would be I just finished writing my twentieth book. <laughs> yeah, like that's like, I like talked about it in group therapy. I was like, I just couldn't go. I couldn't go with those people today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect there to be anyone from my... Uh, oh, by the way, um, I'm getting off the ferry. I'm trying to find my way off the ferry. It was confusing. There were two other people. They couldn't find their way off the, the ferry. And and we're, we're looking at each other, and, I, and I'm like, I don't know. I haven't done this in a long time. And they're like, we don't know how to get off, and we're going to a, a college reunion. And I said, Simon's Rock? 
said it makes sense. <laughs> it makes so much fucking sense. Fucking smart ass people. The smartest people kids, but they can't, can't get off the function. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't find our the only three people that can't find their way off a fucking ferry. Not even a big boat. A goddamn ferry. Our <laughs> Simon's Rock. I was like, this just makes so much sense, and they got it too. And so it didn't matter that they're that, that very uh, smart nerds. That. that uh, <laughs> That, that that there was no one there my age other than um, an administrator who was there helping out. It was um, all younger. Oh yeah, everybody was much younger than me, much younger. The the, the two people who were lost with me just graduated this year, so they oh, wow. would be twenty years old because we enter Simon's Rock at age sixteen. Jailbait. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Jeez. encouraging jailbait. I'm saying. I'm, I'm. I'm being stern. Don't do it. I was never on my mind. <laughs> uh, so, but I had a really nice time, and I, I very much appreciated learning what's going on in the campus these days, what, what life is like there. And I think they really liked uh, hearing, you know, I, I had mentioned uh, about, you know, my boyfriend not being able to be there uh, and doing a, a radio show with him. And, and I said, when I went to Simon's Rock, I was one of three three people who were out um and i was the only one probably the first one out as a bisexual and uh and i said what is the temperature in that area like now and they said oh my god it's like half the people on campus are out it's like 50 percent are out it's assumed that you're gay or bisexual unless you state Right, unless unless you come out as straight, <laughs> and I was really really happy to hear that. What I wasn't happy to hear was that the theater, which was a a a, a, a converted barn that we called the Ark, that I did all my acting in for four years, with the exception of that outdoor show that I was play that I was talking about earlier. Um, it had been condemned years ago. It's no longer in Ooh. use. Yeah. Wow. Didn't we make Calvin come out as straight? Were, 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 we, like, were we like, are you gay or straight? <laughs> we put him on the spot. We we said we but, said we assume you're straight, or I don't know. We said some. We were, we were just sort of like put it in there. Like, are you straight? <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I was like, this is really like not nice. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not like I hid anything. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's like not like I don't always love when people are like, are you gay? I'm like, is it your business? And so and then I'm like, I'm doing it to you. I'm like, you know, when you hear yourself be the asshole, you don't want to be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we probably said, you know, if you're not comfortable talking about it. just We did. So. We did. But like, it's still like you're putting somebody on the spot on the air. We do that a lot. Yeah, we do that a lot. It's kind of our ammo. But we also are. Very, we we love each other. We 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 don't, we love each other very much. <laughs> we never have guests that we don't like. Oh yeah, we're That's not catty like that. No, there's people in the burlesque show. They like book in the burlesque scene. Like book people they don't like just to fuck with them. It's like really fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh like. I don't always produce brush shows, but when I do, I produce people I like. Actually, I don't produce brush shows at all, but <laughs> <laughs> I did book a lot of gigs, and um, like I didn't book girls. Like I might not have socially had to get along with them, but like I didn't book girls that I thought were like not talented. Like people will be like, "She's so shitty," and they like are producing the show. You're like, okay. 
<laughs> I was mean to a guest once on this show that I hope only once. I hope only once. And uh, what did they do? He was a guy that used to go to my open mic, and and I really his 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 material was misogynistic. His material was uh, back then too. Oh yeah. So yeah. then, why'd you book him? I'll get to that. Um, he he. It was just I did not like what he was doing. Um, it it. If I didn't have, if I wasn't open to everyone, I would have kicked him out and told him never to come back. But I have. I only had three rules: that you know, no assaulting the space, uh, don't pick out individual, don't don't fuck with the audience, and the audience doesn't fuck with. With the uh, you know no heckling, so he kept to those rules. So I could ha- couldn't, in good conscience, kick him out. But but I I really didn't like his act. I didn't like to be around him. I didn't like the sound of his voice. But he was young. He was eighteen when he was coming around. And as the years progressed, he grew up. Uh, he he was not doing that kind of stuff anymore. We worked together in a couple of films. I I was getting along with him. Booked him on the show. <coughs> And once he started talking, his voice just triggered something in me. <laughs> this happens to me with David. Like I'll, 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 I'll forgive him, and then I'm like, oh, shit, you did that to me. I just remember. <laughs> and I started bringing up the early days at Surf Reality and how much I hated him. <laughs> it's terrible. We will not I mean, do that to you if you come on our show. <laughs> I'm not going to book anyone that I even used to hate. Yeah, it's a good I idea. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I mean, but edgelord humor, it's, I mean, it wasn't all that great when it was, when it was, uh, when it was the end thing. What's that? Edgelord humor. No. Edgy, being edgy for the sake oh, of being edgy. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, rebels without a cause are a little... Up. You know, yeah, agreed. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I, I was like a punk kid, so I, I get it. Like, I get being not really like knowing your cause fully, and maybe having too many causes. Or, but like, I think it's sometimes but people are just trying to piss everybody off. Yeah, were you being a dick just for the sake of being a dick? Being a dick, yeah. Like, I'm a dick a lot, but, like, I'm not trying to piss everyone off. I'm, like, usually trying to win the room over, and I'm like, oh, shit, that did not work. Okay. Well, sit with that. <laughs> <laughs> My friend said I always walk in a room alarmed, like I did something wrong, and I'm like, I think it's because I know I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> but About to start some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I came here for drinks and to start shit. <laughs> And my drink is empty. <laughs> so, uh, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna quit the drugs and alcohol. So now there's really nothing else to do. So shit. <laughs> I think like my like my treatment team is like amazed like how like I can act like more crazy sober. I think they're they're like okay, we'll just get you sober, and then I'll get sober. And then like, and the cops were priests. They were like, can you? We can put you in a medical one day like, if you just like, say you're on something. Just something other than marijuana. I was like, no, got nothing. And they were going to drug test me. And I was, they were like, you must be on something. And I was like, no, no, this is just me. 
This my this this is my Tuesday personality. <laughs> uh, plans for the fourth? We'll be talking more about this next week. So it'll be the third. But do you have any? Nope. <laughs> do it's something not the, fun. It's not the best holiday to celebrate. Why is that? America. <laughs> it's like what? We're, yeah we're beginning to to uh realize uh what america is truly all about okay and it's just every year you you begin to realize how much more fucked up this country is. That's, a, that's some shady shit you're like this is really dark and like a little bit of like even the way we handled covid and the mind control of it and just like you're like Shit, we used to say we would never follow, like, these sort of, but, well, it's at least we're not, like, in Canada or Australia or UK, like, just till, till they just extended till July, they can only buy essential items, and they lock off the rest of the store. Apparently, you can only catch COVID when you're not buying makeup. <laughs> I remember they did that last year. They just, it was a fucking huge store and they just locked off the makeup aisle. I was like, this is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and making the store smaller would certainly help social distancing. Well, <laughs> what I like to, on July 4th, I, uh, what, what I like to think about is is uh because uh, i spend uh, the rest of the year thinking about how fucked up america is and all the shitty things we've done i like for that to be the one day where i celebrate the good things we've done and there are a few of them i'm not feeling that positive all right well <laughs> then we'll just get fucked up and have sex <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i usually spend fourth of july just like posting like Posting like obnoxiously American memes on my Facebook page. <laughs> most of them involving, uh, most of them involving the uh, the American Eagle. Just like saying some shit like, "I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of my freedom." <laughs> <laughs> I want to get back to Simon's Rock for a minute because I love that place so fucking much. I really loved it, and I loved it so much that I. I had been renting a house in Great Barrington on my soon senior year. I was an off student, off campus student, and um, and the, the the as soon as I graduated, I moved out of the town because I was so afraid that I would never leave, that I would be I'd be that guy uh. that's that's like that's <laughs> like. I'm 35. Hey, welcome to Simon's Rock, new students. I'm going to roll one up. Okay. Here you go. Have it. If you like it, I am also in sales. I didn't want to be that guy. I was so afraid of being that guy uh, that I left immediately. Immediately. And I did visit the campus. You know, I can't picture you as that guy. I don't think that would happen. To I couldn't you. picture me as that guy either. But I love the place so much that that I that I was afraid of becoming that guy. <laughs> Petrified, <laughs> to be honest. I didn't want you. It's like an accomplishment if you if you're a townie. You can if you can stay. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like different. if you have to move away from New York, you're a loser. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you moved away from campus, not rich. <laughs> I feel like that's always why I'm like trying to get back to the village. I'm like, I'm like, I just have to get back to campus where where everything normalizes. <laughs> I'm so, you should have told me that you were, uh, you had reservations because of how smart all the Simon's Rock people are. Yeah, well, I talked about it in group therapy. You didn't talk about it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think most days I I like I really wanted to be there and support you, but it was just like I had a right shot, and I was like really dull and like really not like light and like like listen, just sort of like it's kind of this thing where and like I was just like me, you know, you're like me, and like you're just like I really am not here to like say I haven't accomplished anything in my life today. <laughs> you have accomplished a lot. That's just not true. But, uh, let me bring this up. But you did know about this guy. Let me find him. And and that can be intimidating. Uh, ben. Gert. It just seems like all of the kids you graduated with, they're, they're like all, like, it's just like every time you tell a story, you're like, no, they're rocket scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ben Gertzel, uh, he's one of the, he went to school with me. He's, uh, was just a little bit behind after me. And, uh, he is the, uh, CEO and founder of singularity.net. Uh, and they're the, they're the ones that created Sophia the robot. Oh, yeah, but I don't mm. like Sophia either. Really? Ever since those techies tipped her more than I've ever seen anyone tip a stripper on the fucking conference. <laughs> She's too, like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the 2012 documentary. She, like, went on the pole. <laughs> the Singularity by independent filmmaker Doug, Doug Woland showcased Gertzel's vision and understanding of making general... AI of making general AI general thinking. Um, yeah, he's he's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, that was pretty major when that happened. Gersel graduated with a PhD in mathematics from Temple University in 1990. He was born in 1966. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's how my sister is. She she achieved things before she was born. That'd be 24, right? Yeah. 24 years old. PhD in mathematics. If I needed a reminder of how I've done fuck all of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin's like, you know what? I don't think I'd go to that fucking thing either. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's nice to meet you all. I'm gonna have this drink all the way down <laughs> the other side of the island. I was like going, I was like already planning. I was like, I'm gonna drink there. And I was like, this is not a good idea. Like all, all this, thing, all you're thinking about is like if, if you're going to an event and you're like you're thinking about like I'm really gonna need a drink. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> it was like the afternoon. I was like. Mm. Yeah, it's from four to six. Uh, like, if I could have just gone in the middle of the night and raged, it probably would have been different. 
Not for nothing. How how dope would a party be on Governor's Island, like a like an overnight rager? I'd love to do that one day. Sounds I know, fun. I know the last like the last ferries leave at like what nine o'clock or something. But shoot, overnight uh, overnight Governor's Island party. Have the entire like have the have New York City as <clears throat> as a backdrop as you're like. Cutting up in the middle of an uh, cutting up in the middle of an island. That I don't know. That sounds fun to me. <laughs> I was, didn't go to my high school reunion, but mm-hmm. a really strange thing happened where like all the popular kids came to my on my Facebook wall. They were like, I was working at Pumps at the time. They were like, we all wish the reunion was at Pumps Brooklyn tonight. I was like, am I popular now? Like, <laughs> 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 what's going on? <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Actually, one, life of, one of them named it Lucas, but I'm not trying to be vain and say that's about me. Nor am I trying to be vain because I did go by Luca for most of the year to outside people that I'm not. The Disney movie was not about me, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> and they named the movie Luca, and I'm like, I'm like really taking this far. I'm like, well, Disney supports me, so we're there. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Disney made a movie about me. <laughs> That was really my high thought the other day. I was like, stoned. I was like, yep, that definitely happened. <laughs> you know I'm not lying. That's why you're looking at me like that. You know, you know I'm not lying. Like, I was like, I almost called you. I was like, let's call Francis and tell him Jesse made a movie about me. <laughs> like, luckily couldn't find my phone. <laughs> it's the, the, the Luca's Italian, though. It's a little Italian boy. He's queer, too. We'll have to see it. Yeah, no. I, I went by Luca all year when I, whenever I was scared to be Lucas, which was like a lot. But now, now I'm Lucas because I'm not not a fridge ass little bitch anymore. Except for that one day, like, my boobs were out in the neighborhood. It was hot, and I took my top off. And then I really like, had to be Luca because I was like, I just don't want to be like the man who like is doing something creepy right now. Even though it wouldn't be creepy for like a cis man to have their top off, I guess. It might have been. It's just like in the neighborhood, you know? I feel like girls get away with a little bit more, like, when nudity. So I was like, I think I'm going to be Luca right now. And all the Spanish women, like, and the, all the older Spanish women came up to me. They're like, hi. <laughs> they were all, like, really into it. I was like, I had just got out of the psych ward. I was like, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I make the worst choices I want to get out of the psych ward. They don't help me there. But then you get on me if my ass crack is hanging out a little bit. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's, I know, but there's a difference between ass cracks and tits. That's what I'm trying to say. I was, I, I like had to be a girl to make that be okay. There is a difference between ass crack and tits. That's absolutely true. And there's like, I, I, the point of my story was I think there's a difference between girls tweeting and boys tweeting. But I do think you're taking it a bit far when you said, you know, that's that's a, that can, that some people some people will call that a sexual assault. <laughs> I think I read too much Facebook. I was I was I was on the Facebook that day, and I think somebody had done that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh no! You sometimes I get scared. Like I don't believe, I don't agree with the things people are saying on Facebook, but like I get scared. I'm like, I don't want to be called out. No, it's, babe, babe. They're calling people out for this now. I, I warn you. Okay. Well, I covered up my ass after that. 
I think I had seen somebody write something like that that day. I, I get my crazy ideas from somewhere. Well, my ass has not been out. Good. <laughs> it reminds me of David, too. Triggers me. Wait, his ass crack? No, just like ass cracks being out when I'm telling you to pull your pants up. Pisses me off. Pull your goddamn pants up. <laughs> Okay, so I'm glad I wear a this belt would at all. Never happen I'm glad to wear a belt at all times. I think it's because my mother is so dominating that I'm like, this would never happen to my mother. Nobody would ever dare not pull their pants up for her. I am a failure. Like she's a crazy. Steve said her her her. No, I love her. I love her very much. But Steve said her ice her um, blood runs ice. It's like please ice. So are you like <laughs> is is are. Are Simon's Rock things like out? No, I just was got like I had just taken the shot that day and okay. I was dead. All right, I was you're... really feeling dead, so I didn't feel like today. I'm I was I'm all for you like having this confidence and us doing these things. It was just like that day like was not the day to introduce it. Like it was all just right, like cause... the worst. I had somebody like not refusing to leave my apartment. Like I had you know it just like, was just like a lot was going on. Okay, because you, you are a very smart person. I think I didn't want to leave David in my apartment. You know, there's just like a lot going on. And he was refusing to leave and he's bigger than me. And then I fi- finally like dropped him off at the police station today. And then he followed me home and then I just started screaming on the street. Don't follow me. Don't, I, I just started screaming when people fucking... I'm like, don't follow me in. You are crossing my boundaries. Really loud. <laughs> on the street. No, man. Nobody tries to help you when this happens, but at least, like, it does scare off the person from kind of doing it. We got to wrap this up, babe. (laughs) Well, on that note, just yell on this. No, that's a bad advice. Don't. (laughs) 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 Don't take my advice on that note. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Calvin. Great to see you here. Really glad you could make it for the show. Always happy to, to have you. Uh, hope I uh, hope I'll see you next week, uh, July third. Uh, no promises. We'll we'll see. Okay. See well, let, I can, let me know. I can drag, drag let me know as soon as house. you can, and because uh, if you're Worst not comes- able to make it, I'll I'll find a guest okay. uh, to book. Get all these three seats filled. I like to have the seats filled. Thank you, Lucas. Walking around, making sure you got here. No money on you. No wallet. That's really no cigarettes. No cigarettes. That's really showing up for me. I, I'm not, Making it happen. That is, that is <laughs> you are clutch. the absolute best. Uh, thank you all for listening. We love our listeners and uh, appreciate you. And like I said, tune in again next week. We'll be here. I don't know if I'm going to archive last week's episode. <laughs> I haven't decided. Oh, man. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> and you're yeah, spending, yeah, the first, you know spending the first half of the episode trying to figure out where I am. Is that true? Do, do, no. Do it, it for we the talked band about man. it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we talked about it for a bit. Okay, folks. Uh, show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It is important, and you know that it is.